Street Fighters. How are you doing? Well, I hope it's uh, Wednesday night, Street Fight time. As usual, uh, 6 p.m. Wednesday nights, Eastern Standard Time. We're doing the live stream. Twitch.tv slash Street Fight Radio is a place to be. Watch it. Check it out. Uh, you can also listen to the show on WCRS LPFM in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, you know. You know, we've been doing this for a long time. Y'all people know. have listened for a long time, for years. Um, but to those of you that are new, thanks for giving us a shot. We hope you like what you hear. Um, and you can join us for more uh, book burnings and not telling you how to live. A uh, very exciting thing today, which I know we're going to get into. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why we're starting at six. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, if you want to support the show, um, if you like what we do or, or how bad we do our jobs, and uh, then support us, patreon.com slash radio. Uh, you can get access to our bonus shows, extra bonus content once a month. Um, and I, I'm working on it. Uh, we're going to have merch again in the very near future, and uh, so Patreon people will also be getting discount codes uh, when that comes out as well. What? Go. Go. Okay, we don't have time to deal with Okay. But I just want to let everybody know my life is in shambles right now. Because, well, first of all, we're not going to be here Sunday because I'm watching the Super Bowl. But, so I have to say it now. My life is in shambles. Uh-huh. Um, we'll spend like five, six minutes on this. And then we'll go right into what we're going to do today. Uh, hot water heater's broken. Um, That's fun. I believe that it is from the piss hole incident. Um, How so? Okay. The Since I put the thing in the piss hole, water, when we wash the laundry, water like kind of puddles around the piss hole, but it goes away. It's, it's a concrete floor. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So it, it dries up and everything. It goes away. So I don't want to tell him that there's something in the piss hole that's causing the water, but the hot water heater is about two feet from the piss hole. Uh huh. And it's the pilot light that won't stay lit in the hot water heater. Okay. And I'm starting to think that the water might have affected, gotten Backing under it. it. No, gotten under it and then corroded something in there. But. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. I think it was because of all the torrential downpour of rain is you're flooding, your basement's flooding. Yeah. You're at the bottom of a hill. That's true. That is true. And, um, I, having lived in the side of town I live in, uh, nobody has dry basements. True. And true. You, you have a, you just have like a degree of wetness that your basement gets. So I don't know if, I don't know if you clogged it up that bad. So. Here, here's the thing. What was that? What's down there? A, a thing that you keep a fuse in. Fuses come in these plastic things. Oh, like the okay, yeah. And it fell in there, but it's. I don't know. I don't know if what, I broke it. Should pass, but yeah. But he, uh, uh, my landlord came yesterday and lit the pilot light, and then Gwen was like, ah, fuck. The pilot light needs lit. So I went back down and lit the pilot light again. And uh, it did not. It lit, but it didn't stay lit. 
Okay. So my landlord came back today and was like, uh, it's still under warranty. Oh, well, then who cares? They'll FedEx us the part in two days. Oh. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> no. So I did take a shower. Well, Gwen took a shower at the gym last night. We just drove over to the gym with our stuff. That's fun. Hey, I, I'm getting my money's worth out exactly. of this place. <laughs> yeah. You have a free shower you can use. But I had to shower at the gym today, and it was disastrous. Just yeah. disastrous. Calamity. You can't fucking bring anything because it's wet in there. I don't, I, I don't want to be naked. Uh-huh. So I think I'm going to take swim trunks tomorrow when I go to the gym. Oh, yeah? And then shower in swim trunks. But the problem with that is 90% of my shower is the area where the swim trunks are. Yeah, you're gonna have to, you're gonna pull them down real quick, <laughs> or just reach under the shorts like it looks like you're covering what you're doing with your hand. Probably not a good idea. Then I got that idea from somebody, a guy that I saw earlier, a, a guy that I saw, but then he took the goddamn things off and was yeah. full on naked in the locker room. People yeah, don't. love being naked in there, dude. Yeah, it's great. I tried to bring a shirt. I brought a shirt in with me, like a long sleeve shirt and my underwear, and hung him up on the towel thing. <laughs> to cover yourself yeah so that when i got done i would dry myself off put the underwear and then the long sleeve shirt and then walk out okay and put my clothes on but that the disaster and that was one i forgot to bring underwear so i had to put on the underwear i had just ran five and a half miles no fuck no (laughs) nope (laughs) that had also been hanging in the shower getting wet and then i also my shirt it got a little bit wet because it was on the floor in the shower room. It mm. about it about, no. and my hat was also on the floor in the shower room, and uh, so basically everything under my clothes was wet. And then I had to walk home like that. Yeah. So I don't even know if the shower counts. To tell you the truth, yeah, you probably built some mildew on the way, thinking that. <laughs> Having all that moisture trapped in. It's <laughs> so bad. It's so... And I gotta do it tomorrow. Lesson it's gonna be learned. at least till Saturday, dude. Yeah, that's rough. And they're not, he's not gonna want to fix it. He said he'll... Because he kept telling me, like... He kept saying, like, it ain't right, Brian. It ain't right? It ain't right. It ain't right happening. what they're doing to you, yes. goddammit. Yeah, that's what he kept saying to me. It ain't right what's happening here. I think it ain't right. Whirlpool just fucked us all on this one. <laughs> It's a brand new fucking water heater. It's a year and he told me it's a year and four days old. Okay. So I don't know. I can't that believe this has happened to me. The maybe the piss hole it is, I guess. <laughs> Probably is a piss hole. It's karma. You should tell him the piss hole story. Nope. See what he says. Nope. Show him I, the tool I can't that you tell use. him the piss hole story. Oh no, he doesn't want it. No. The the fucking no, makeshift tools. This no, I well, Katie found one of the makeshift tools last week. It was you know those things for s'mores. <sighs> the skewers, the skewer yeah, for fire. s'mores. Yeah. yeah, there was one down in the basement, all tangled up on itself and black for me trying to stick it down and jab it and pull it out like they to do litter. Stab it. Yeah, you know how they do litter with the. Remember back in the day. When they would show a guy cleaning up litter. Yeah, with a long spike. Yeah, that spike with the little thing around it. That is the thing I was, mm-hmm. you know, that's the method I was trying. Because I tried shop vac, you know, and all that stuff. It's plastic? So 
It is. But it's, oh. I think it's just slightly too thick plastic. Too thick? Yeah, to stab. To stab, yeah. Yeah, because I don't How think, unless I had a sword. I have a long grabby hand. It won't. But, but the problem with that is the hole's only like this big. Okay. My grabby hand is tiny. Right. But I think in all the stabbing motions, uh, I've kind of tightened it in there. You know, uh, does so, it, so if it's unpackaging, does it have like a peg hook on the top? Would there be able to hook it around that? No, it is like a plastic box. box. Yeah. Like, but it didn't hang on like a peg board. I don't think so. No, I don't think uh, so. It's just, it's not gonna, it's, it's, he's going to have to get it out, but I'm not going to fucking tell him it's there. So that's where we're at right now. And then he fucking comes up to me. This morning, while I'm fucking doing Legos, and he's like, hey, I was listening to your podcast last night, so... Okay, he- hope he's kill he'll catch up. He'll figure it out. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, you just told on yourself. So, that you, you now speak to your landlord through the podcast, is what you're saying. I don't think he listens to every episode, because he was actually listening to an old guest spot I did on a podcast... Uh, he just searched, I think, Street Fight Radio. Gotcha. And then he said, I listened to you talking about Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony yesterday. And I was like, oh, yeah, Shocktober. You listened to a Shocktober? No. It was an appearance on the Merry-Go-Round podcast ah. where I was being interviewed about Howard Stern and Opie and Anthony. So, yeah. He's like, I don't know anything. So, I don't, I don't know anything about those guys, but I couldn't sleep. So, I decided to listen to some Street Fight. And I'm like, oh, God, it scares me every time. I'm afraid he's just going to be like, that hole down there is not a piss hole. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he doesn't know how memeable his basement is. <laughs> he has no idea. He, he doesn't have a memeable basement. Yeah, my everybody keeps... We make every basement popular. We have. Whenever we go there. <laughs> we're the basement kings. <laughs> yeah, we make we make it a thing. We're the basement doctors. Basement doctors on, on the, the job. job. So we got uh, one story I want to do really quick. Uh, did you see Starbucks fired like seven union organizers? I saw some tweets of someone said they got fired for some shit they never even knew about. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that was the one I saw. Which is standard. <sighs> they, they fired several key workers in Memphis. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was, they fired what appears to me to be seven employees in Memphis that were starting the I talks. Yeah. I'm also going to tell you I've this. What's wild about this is we all know how much I'm conservatives hate. Always Starbucks, but now they're doing union, but like active union busting. They're just going to kill off all their supporters. I mean, it's not like we can put Starbucks out of business, but at least like there is a certain type of person that is like, boy, I love Starbucks. You know, I go and buy all the reusable cups. I I buy all the Starbucks merch. I found that because yeah. Yeah. Right around Christmas, I was searching to see 
if conservatives were mad at Starbucks and and this year. They Austria weren't, actually. Now, Austria, yeah, um, we, I also we, we don't think that liberals give a fuck about unions at all. Not even New York City's teachers uh, union or the shit. school district or LA Sorry, is doing. Sorry, listeners. What happened? Uh, a video auto-played on um, Fox. Oh, I should have had the cans in. So, yeah. I got small cans. So, yeah. Like, if you know anybody connected to this, you know, obviously, we'd love to talk to them. Flub-a-dub-a-dub-dub. That's a little flub. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, fuck Starbucks. But the real place we got to talk about today, of course, is a place that I love. Yeah. And Brett turned me on to this place that I love. So, I know he loves it, too. And that is the REI Co-op. Yes. Which, after what we're going to play on this show, I am so fucking mad at them. And I'm going to tell you why. Because they, that co-op word, it's like, it feels so cynical now when you look at because we know it's not an employee co-op it's a customer co-op yeah and really what that is is it's like a a 20 dollar sam's club card that lasts your whole life (laughs) and and i always wondered like how is this a co-op if they only want twenty dollars from me and then they just keep handing me money but it is it's it's an it's a customer co-op yeah and it just means it just means you just get better returns really you get a better return policy you have up to a year for any fucking thing that goes wrong i mean you pimped that system like crazy at the beginning with the walking shoes you were like i walked in these for three months they're all broken to hell and they're like well go grab another pair sir you know yeah you did you've benefited from that system a lot but it's wildly overpriced uh if you do price comparisons oh yeah um you can't it's and unless you use the 20 percent off coupons it's the most ridiculously expensive stuff um and i did listen to this podcast earlier too and i think i think that these are the people that go to starbucks so therefore they don't care i think that liberals in this country oh know in their hearts that uh unions are bad for them like they're they they are not they uh, are in the type of managerial class that is always uh, the the point of scorn when it comes to unions. But let me ask this. What about the virtue signaling aspect of liberals, right? Like, I hate to use the word virtue signaling, right? But, like, aren't they supposed to like unions? Like, isn't that part of the virtue of being a liberal. Not that I know. Really? Not that I've ever... S- maybe... I don't know. I guess Democrats do pose with unions from time to time. Yeah. Um, I just, I guess maybe I'm just past the point where, like, I was like I was a kid and I made assumptions and I was stupid and they were never like that. You know, yeah. in reality, they've never been like that, actually, no. or done or made any sort of brave stance or, uh, you know, anything that I would call pro-union. Um I don't, yeah, and I don't, I mean, I, I think that as far as I know, um, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm I, pessimistic about everything. I Everybody agree. fucking hates them is what I know. And it's amazing because like you said, people that, uh, people that do like, oh, I care about the earth and I care about everything. I'm, I care about every, I care about, uh, racial politics. I care about, uh, source of materials. 
I don't care about the living wages of someone that works at a store because they're on their own destiny and they have to uh, level up their character to the point of having sustainable source of income. You know, it's, I don't care about any part of the supply chain. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, it's, it's all, it's just ignoring the one that it's ignoring one of them. Yeah. Cause they got the most expensive shit that you can get there. If you mm-hmm. want, you know, materials and the high quality materials. If you want fucking egg protein and shit, they'll sell, they'll sell you the most expensive shit in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's people that are there making this shit go around that are like, it's the same thing with the burgers. Like we talked about with Burgerville where it's like, you know, these cows are our best friends and they're treated like dogs actually. Uh, but the people that make the shit, fuck them. I mean, they're yeah. stupid asses. They're not going to, what do you think? They're going to become a millionaire by working at REI? By working at Burgerville, it's a job. It's not like liberals and conservatives agree that like nobody should anybody that works customer service should be fucking struggling. Yeah, that they should be. It's a, they're it's, on the bottom me- rung of a ladder. It's meant to burn your ass so much you start climbing higher. It's meant to crush you into a diamond. Yeah, and I mean that's that's the best way to put it because like nobody ever, nobody ever looked at me like a guy that was going to stay forever at a job until cable none of because as a roofer yeah i mean people roof forever but i was hired on as a laborer not as like a a expert or or craftsman or something like that so it was looked up my roofing career was looked upon as like well we need a guy to get us (laughs) through this time and in kroger it always felt like Hey, you're fucking, you know, have fun working here, but you know, you're, you got to get out of here yeah. if you want to make something of yourself. Do something better than this. Yeah. And it's funny because like we've said this a million times. Like I, I like customer service jobs. I, I hate customers, but I like customers. So I liked those jobs. I liked working in retail with like some oh. small little, uh, changes. <laughs> I could have done it for the rest of my life. Jesus Christ. I was at a BB Bop the other day, and this lady running the place was, like, the best. Was so with it and was, like, coordinating things on the fly. And I'm like, give her a fucking house right now <laughs> and a car that works. Give her a car with a warranty right now. Because I know she's getting there in a fucking beater yeah. to, to work at BB Bob. But, like, she pri- I walked in. Like, I was super early. She prioritized my order. She jumped in line, grabbed it so that it would go fast. Like, it was – and she was so right on. And she was helping make everything. And it was one of those moments of clarity where it's like people – People are made, some people are just made to do this. Yeah. Some people, like, this is a, this should be a fucking career because instead we just funnel any warm body through here and you fuck it up. There's people, people shouldn't be doing this shit, you know? The experience sucks yeah, because the people that are doing it don't really care about doing yeah. it. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's with the roofing thing, right? Like, you could hire laborers, but have most of the people in the place as like, people that are staying for a career and the experience will be so much better. And a lot of times the people that thrive in those environments like doing it. Yeah. People think that like, it's this thing that's like torture being in retail or working at a restaurant or, or any of that stuff. But there are a certain amount of people at every one of these places that actually like doing it and would, the a lot more of them would love doing it 
if they were paid fairly and treated yeah. nice and shit like that. Like you could have theoretically, you could have employees that like their jobs. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's pretty easy to make happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So most of us could be bought off for pretty fucking cheap. Oh, God. $40,000 a year, I'm bought off. <laughs> yeah. You know? All right. Well, I mean, I make that. Okay, so a little bit more than $40,000 a year. Right. And I'm like, fine, I'll fucking work at Woolworths. <laughs> right. They got to bring Woolworths back. Yeah, they will. Yeah, I think hey, so. Woolworths, Woolworths coming back. <laughs> I, I invested Vintage in Vintage brands. <laughs> I invested in Woolworths. Yeah, I got diamond hands on my uh, grand grandpa stock certificates on Woolworths. War, for people that don't know, Woolworths was a store that sold clothes, pets, <laughs> yeah, um, video games, fresh popcorn, <laughs> fresh popcorn, that pizza, uh, <laughs> and it was in the mall, the oddest place for fucking Wool- birds screeching, so many birds screeching, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you just don't have businesses like that. No, yeah, way. you can't do it. You know. <laughs> All right. We've realized it was bad, maybe. So, weirdly enough, REI released a podcast, which, in my opinion, is crazy. Dope. And, Brett, when I got up today, my palms were sweating. I was nervous. I went straight to the page. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, thank God, it's still fucking there. Because I thought for sure it would come down. So I tried to download it this morning. There's not a download link. (laughs) And I'm so glad to see that it's there now. You're right. Um, I actually... I saw get, I saw someone posted about it, and then I was like, I don't want to listen to it right now. I'll listen to it tomorrow before the show. And then when I went to listen today, I was like, oh, fuck, it might not exist anymore. Yeah. I had the same thought. And that's what I like about this. Um, this is just a really amazing artifact and of, of like, corporate culture and uh, where they're at. And, like, this dude is like a stone cold killer like he's as scary to me as like uh the inglorious bastards guy like that christopher waltz guy when he's asking he's so calm and he is so um just he's scared he knows all the lingo he knows how to say things in a way like he is so studied and such a trained psychopath you know uh that it's incredible because it all seems like very like this guy's he you know he uses pronouns you know he uh he 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 recognizes diversity, you know, like this guy, and it's uh, and it's incredible. But uh, we'll play Let's the beginning. It. Let's get into Let's it. Start Let's start it. Start it up. Hi, REI. My name is Wilma Wallace, and I serve as your Chief Diversity and Social Impact Officer. I use she/her pronouns, and am speaking to you today from the traditional lands of the Ohlone people. <laughs> So I'm here chatting with Eric Arts, who serves the co-op and all of us as CEO. Eric, welcome. I know you emailed all employees two weekends ago to let us know what was going on in Soho before we saw it in the news. And we know employees have lots of questions about what's going on. So just to recap for the audience, on Friday, January 21st, we were notified getting in there, labor getting started, that the retail, wholesale, and department store union filed a petition for an election at our Soho store in New York. You know, something I gotta say about this is, it seems like, and I I don't know what Wilma and Eric look like, but when I was listening to it, 
Like, it felt like I was listening to an NPR show. Like, it, it, it had the, the voice, the way that they're saying things. I, I know people that do podcasts for our local insurance companies, like, for the interior, for, like, the buildings. Like, hey, Building 5, this is your podcast. It's mm-hmm. 10, 15 minutes of, like, reading the reading notes. It's very popular, especially with the liberal-ass companies. And you're right. They do – this is – these people are so – Perfectly media trained. Uh, it's unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. And since then, I'm sure you've heard from lots of employees across the co-op. Maybe we can start Stop by co-op. you sharing some of what you've heard. Well, thank you. All right. Um, before we get into Eric, I do also want to say... Well, actually, let them talk. We'll let them talk for a minute. Hey, Wilma, thanks for hosting, and hello to everyone that is listening. For those of you who I have not had the chance to meet, I use he, him pronouns, and I'm speaking to you today from the traditional lands of the Coast Salish peoples. And- I want to say that, like, it is so strange to me what this podcast is who these people are, what they are doing, what the meaning of this is. And also you have to feel like it's kind of nice that they're acknowledging pronouns and being on like land acknowledgements and pronouns. Like I like to see that. I don't like it here for some, it bugs me. (laughs) Well, it's, I mean, it's just fakery. I mean, it's just a matter that they thread the needle. Um, they thread the needle around their employees having a say in their workplace. Like they <laughs> agree that this is stolen land. They uh, agree that Black Friday is a horrible work situation. Uh, but they don't agree that the employees should have any sort of opinion on how REI Co-op runs its business. Oh, no. No, 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 no. The Sohos, they have their own ideas, you know. <laughs> I hope Soho just turns that REI into a co-op. But yeah, I mean, it is like, you know, these people... It, this is what's obnoxious. This is the, this is why it's so easy for people to just share shit on Instagram and to say the right stuff and then behave in a way that still, uh, continues the same system, the same shitty old system where your dumbass gets how much more than everybody else. Like you're getting paid how much more than everybody else in this so-called co-op to be the fucking CEO when it's like, it's just, it's just people in green vests selling overpriced outdoor gear. <laughs> and fucking And you're when, making so much. The first time you said overpriced, I I let it go by like a pitch. And then you say overpriced again, and I'm like, what is it that they can't afford to pay? Everything's a hundred dollars more there than it is anywhere else. I mean, okay, Soho, <laughs> uh, the the Hoka running shoes are like $170 a pair. I'm guessing you sell fifty to a hundred of them a day in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. All right. To anyone who sent me a note over the last couple of weeks for taking the time to send your thoughts, your concerns, your direct feedback. I'm be honest. I don't think he's very happy questions. about that. And well, I hope to answer some of those questions during this conversation and, and help me uh, make sure we oh, get here people information on where to find more facts and answers before we sign off today, assuming we don't get to to everything. I want employees to know I read every note I receive, always, and that's no matter the topic. We capture the feedback and we... Let's get his email address and send him emails. <laughs> I mean, is but like, I don't know, it's, it's just... 
I mean, I'm I'm envious. I think I'm a hater of this guy because um, it maybe it's just all performance, but I I feel like he does wake up and think like he's doing a good job in the world, like he's actually one of the good bosses. He Dude. Ta- he talks in a casual way that doesn't really ever get blustery or anything like that, where it just is like uh, you know trying to be all matter of fact and shit. But it's like. Yeah. He's using our powers for evil. Exactly. Right. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. <laughs> like, he's yeah. doing he's, I'm emotionally available to all all of my employees. <laughs> yeah. Listen to anything you had to say. Yeah. 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 It's best to have someone follow up directly or address your question. I try my best to have someone follow up. I, I can't get it tools. Now, the fact that you take the time to reach out directly is part of what I believe makes REI such a special place. You're here because you care. You Do you care think enough he to cursed reach out when he first up. heard? And that fact itself is central to what I hope we'll discuss today. And to your question, Wilm, over the last few weeks, many of, of our employees have sent me questions specific to what is happening in Soho. I think it's important that we all remember because of the petition that's been filed, and the legal process that we are now in, I cannot, we cannot answer all of those questions. And that that's doesn't great mean one. I'm I mean, that's a not classic. to share what I know with you. That's a standard. He's it, well, let him, let him, because this means we're in a legal he, process. There he, we go. He's doing this for us. He's doing this for strangers that are going to pick this up. Yeah, because he wants it to be spread far and wide. That like, hey, I'd love to say it, but like, they got a gag order on us. You know, well, we this- can't we can't do anything now that they've started doing this. Like, we can't even talk about it. We, golly, these unions, they sure do make things difficult. Uh, somebody on Twitter said this, and and I wish I could fucking credit them. It was just something I said yesterday. He was like, I wonder which union busting firm is selling the progressive union buster package where they tell you to do this is the way you do it if you're a progressive company and also why didn't starbucks buy that package instead of the package that they're using yeah they bought the crackdown pack (laughs) yeah Yeah, they bought the fire fucking seven people pack when these guys bought the like hey man you know, it hurts my feelings that I can't tell you all this stuff because y'all got the courts involved. Hey, hey, just chill out. You know, have a have some uh, tiger milk. Have a tiger milk bar. <laughs> just God, you're sounding real hangry right now. I get the same. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you know, why aren't things good enough? And it's also be- it's because I'm not good enough. It's because you- move though. Yeah, I, 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 my, my trainer told me I need to eat 200 grams of uh, protein fire, a day. Fire them. <laughs> There's a good podcast called The Maintenance Phase. They have a protein one that takes all that shit down. Okay, good. Because he was like, I need you to have 200 milligrams of protein a day. And I was like, dude. That's insane. You're not a bodybuilder. Yeah, true. But I told him I wanted to, to, I wanted, my goal was maybe to be on that CrossFit machine again, where all the guys are climbing around looking ripped. So what does that mean? It's like a big, like square thing with like different bars and stuff on it and guys are just fucking extremely ripped people are like always hanging around on it and doing different kinds of pull-ups and oh, push-ups and stuff i'm like gotcha. i want to do that sure all right i'll need to do so but that said there will be a time and there will be a place to share more and employees have my commitment that we will do so Well, Eric, I I do know that one of the top questions that must be on people's minds 
is why REI doesn't think unionization is the right thing for the co-op or for the employees. I love this. Maybe you can speak a little to that. Sure, Wilma. I want to be very clear about one thing. We fully support the rights of our employees to speak and act for what they believe. And that includes the right of our team in Soho to explore, pursue, and ultimately vote on the question of unionization. He sounds disappointed. And we're going to respect. Doesn't he sound disappointed in the store, though? Like where he's like, ah, you know, we can support it, but I don't think so. Really? (laughs) No, I think he said, I think he's doing, I think he's doing like a pump fake. I think he's saying what you want to hear. Yeah. Because he's he's just plainly saying like, hey, I want to make sure that that the people can vote on this. He's saying that because that's what that's what he wants people to hear. That's what he wants us to hear. But then it is it's a it's a sandwich. It's sandwiched in between all this golly gee, uh, we're tied up in legal, so we can't even do anything. It's yeah. tied up in uh uh, you know, we also do all these wonderful things for our employees, you know. But he does like that's why I say this is cold blooded, is because he does come out and say it. Like um mm-hmm. he's he's not he's not like uh flinching at saying like uh he's not saying I don't want this to happen. He knows he you know, he has to He's trying to pretend like he's he's enjoying this, or you know, or that like not, he's not enjoying, not enjoying, it. not enjoying. He's he pretending like he's uh, I don't know, okay with the process. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with I'm it. I'm fine with it. You know, but I'm totally the fine. last thing this guy wants is a vote. I believe in the motherfucking law, my friend. <laughs> and I guess what the law is always on our side. I don't know. He in makes this three, case, three milli. The in, CEO of REI in 2016 made three milli. What's not as much as you might think, but it's still $3 million. Um, well, what is it? In this process. Look, well, my, I understand this is an issue where feelings run strong, and I want everybody at the co-op to hear this. The team in Soho are co-op employees, first and foremost. Well, no, they're They're humans. part of our co-op community today, and they will be part of our, our community tomorrow, no matter if, what. As long as we don't fire them. We're friends. So to your question of why, uh, I'd like to... You know, share some thoughts really from two perspectives, from a co-op perspective, and I will also offer my opinion on why I do not believe a union will serve REI employees' best interests. It's always so interesting. I, I've never heard a CEO say <laughs> that I think a union, it'd probably be good for you guys to get a union in here. I might pay you more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's like the setup is like, I want y'all to vote. I totally want y'all to vote, but... Guess what? It's not right. It just hurts my feelings to think about it. <laughs> that is you know? the move now, though. That's the union busting move so often now is like, I can't believe you guys would even just, do this. You knew my you knew my inbox was open. You could have emailed me. <laughs> I want to deal with things on a one to one basis. Yeah. I told this story a, a long time ago, probably when I snuck out of my house and uh i stayed the night at a, at a girl's house and uh i got i i decided to walk home at like four o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and uh the door was locked the door that i snuck out of was locked and all the windows were locked and i didn't i didn't fucking know that my parents knew for some reason uh so i slept in the car and then at like eight in the morning I went to walk in and they were like, where have you been? And I was like, oh, I got up early and went shopping with uh, Tiffany. And they were, yeah, yeah. But they were like, no, you didn't. You haven't been in your room all night. And then like, 
it's the one time this worked with them but my dad was like i don't know it just makes me sad that you would lie to me like this and that is the worst punishment i ever received in my life that's the one that hit me harder than any other punishment and like uh and like i know it was probably being manipulative and shit but like uh but like they usually would yell at us and that's why i'm looking at this and i get that vibe out of this i get that like i can't believe you guys would do something like this you know yeah i'm always available to you okay and if you had just come to me and asked i would have told you no but i would have liked it more if you did yeah Yeah, no, they do. They do a lot of I've always been available. We are always giving you stuff. Um, I mean, in my opinion, we do better one on one. Like it's uh, but it's all done in this like the, the just like sitting in the near the fireplace with like your dad that's smarter than you. It's like, you know, this sounds good because you're getting wild with your thoughts and you're thinking, oh, we make so much money off this overpriced shit. I should be making more money, you know, but you don't understand, you know, you'll understand when you're older. (laughs) You'll understand when you're the CEO of your own. Yeah. Once you're the CEO of a co-op like me, like then you'll see that like they can't get more money. Yeah. Start by saying unions are important and valuable. And they play a vital role in supporting the rights of workers across many workplaces, companies, and industries. This is also fact, how you do land rights and be racist as fuck and also have a dream catcher at your house and a teepee for your baby and all that <laughs> stuff, too. It's just so hollow because you can just say, like, hey, these are good things to think. I'm going to say them. How you, how you felt like... Black Lives Matter was like a really important moment in yes. history, but you couldn't make it right <laughs> to the protest because you didn't want to get beat up or whatever. Yeah, we moved on from there, and then we're done like doing anything that intense again. You know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Many of the workplace laws we now have in place can be traced back to union support. My yeah. father was a teacher in a teachers' union and led the union when I was a teenager, and I have experienced unions and other businesses and sectors that I have served. Your dad's probably really proud of you, Eric. Why don't we support unions? My answer is simple. We do not oppose unions. Yes. It's that we don't believe, I do not believe, that introducing a union is the right thing for REI. And more specifically, I believe the presence of union representation will impact our ability to communicate and work directly with our employees and resolve yes, exactly. concerns. Have that's you, the problem. Yeah, that's great. And when he says I'm always open to emails, it's like, listen, dude, we don't fucking send emails to you because we know that you're just going to fucking do what you do. Yeah, it's not going to impact you in any fucking way. Here's how it goes right now. You're an individual employee in Soho. You say, hey, we sell 100 pairs of $200 shoes every single day. And everyone around here is scraping two pennies together to make their rent. What's going on? And our individual relationship ends at that point because you fire me or because you don't (laughs) promote me or you find that I'm hard to work with. Now, now every, you know, you're right. It's so sad that we can't talk one to one. I mean, we could go hang out and party and do jello shots and shit. Eric, like if you want (laughs) to go to the club or a baseball game, we can do that. No one's union won't stop that. No, but at work. Yeah. I mean, it's all of us. We have opinions about the way this shit goes down and 
you have you, as an individual, all you do is get fired for speaking up about your conditions at work. That there's zero. There's nobody can argue with that. No, I don't give a fuck what you've experienced. When you're on your own, you just get fired. Mm-hmm. You just get out, kicked out. You just get feed to death. You get att- attendance violations. You get written up. Whatever it is, like you're fucking out of there. You don't get a raise. Because right. they say you have a bad attitude. Right. Because you brought up the fact that, like, hey, this part of my job. I'm not. Listen, I'll fucking say it like this. Even when it is a issue that can't be solved with more money, they usually still won't move on it anyway. Like, they always have this idea of, like, hey, we have this way. Like, I, I always think about it in this term. Hey, we have this way of doing things mm-hmm. so that we can count you. We can metric you to death. Yeah. And then you say this way of doing things is making this very inconvenient and not easy to fucking do. Mm-hmm. And then they say, yeah, I get it. I agree. But we can't count you another way. So we got to do it. This this is just the way we do it. And it never sort of gets up it first of all if you email the ceo he's not it's it's not him reading it and if he is reading it he's just going like oh god i don't care for him all he has to do is say hey uh thank you brian for your input uh i i do acknowledge the input of every single employee and i sure do appreciate it like you don't have to do anything with it it's not like it's not like there's a ticket that's created and he has to to remedy the problem he just has to say golly gee i i I hear anything you gotta say yeah and it doesn't help i i mean i'm sure the soho people have tried to tried and tried and tried to fix this and it didn't work and the thing is like rei is widely known as a pretty good employer when it comes to working retail i even talked to some people who who worked there that were like yeah it's got a good reputation when it comes to this shit and it's like something had to go in a bad direction in this soho store and this caused that something wasn't right something yeah. bad was happening there right at the speed the world is moving and that is the core of why we don't think that introducing a union is the right thing for our employees so wilma allow me to unpack this a little bit okay a big okay. part of what union thread one to slash is to speak for employees where and when they don't have a voice yeah. The very essence of a co-op is actually contrary to that, because in a co-op, you we turn towards one another. That does not mean we agree on everything. That means we come together based on shared beliefs or common expectations, and we work together to solve problems. Psychotic. It's He's not a, a co-op. It's a top-down hierarchical organization <laughs> where these people have to do what the fuck you say, Eric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're not, like, all pulling out a parachute and, like, playing parachute together. And, like, let's come together and decide what we're going to do. You, you tell people what's going to happen. Yeah. You're in charge, motherfucker. It's like, not. And you make $3 million a year, so it's very easy for you to have inconveniences. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, that's a very hard sell. That's a that he really, really sent it right there. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking nuts. Things like the co-op way. It is our agreement with one another in terms of how we will expect each other to behave and to interact. It's why we have open door policies. Yeah, things like Classic. employee inclusion networks to hear voices 
to build community. Employee inclusion networks? Use- <laughs> yeah, that's what you called it. Employee inclusion networks? Are you crazy? He you mean like there's there, there's like Indian employees that think just Indian like Eric does? Engagement surveys. <laughs> we seek out and find BIPOC people to that think just like Eric. <laughs> and we well, give them promotions. <laughs> the funny thing is, too, the other thing that he brought up there. Uh, let me Google this real quick. Um is the 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 co-op way um which is their ideas around uh stewardship and impact and co-op leadership and life at rei and uh uh stuff for for members and board of directors and stuff like that so like the co-op way is something that doesn't really meaningfully impact the employees that are working there it's pr it's a hundred percent i it feels good to go out and like clean up a lake yeah that's for fucking sure okay (laughs) i don't know it's nice yeah yeah but it doesn't help you in any i mean it helps you in drinking water for the future or whatever but like as far as going home and sitting in your apartment and fucking like uh leafing through different bills it doesn't do anything for that right it doesn't help with right all right here he goes pulse surveys to understand where your experience is working and where it's not working and then we work together to make it better I believe every one of you, every employee at REI has a direct voice in speaking to and influencing every aspect of the employee experience from health and safety to paying benefits to where and when REI puts our values into action. Now, I know that because I hear from you directly. I value the conversation. Not only it value it, but I but I expect it and I I need it for me to do my job. And for so now he's doing a thing that I love. From union busters, union busting CEOs. This is the key is I know we're doing a good job because when I visit the stores and I talk to people, they tell me that we're doing a good job. Yeah. They tell me it's the best (laughs) everywhere I go. Yeah. Yeah. I come to them in, in the circle, in the healing circle, and they're like, you're doing so great, Eric. You're killing it. Uh, you know, we Jan, honor you. Jan is mean to us all the time, and he's like, uh, he's just like, well, you know, Jan is a high performing uh, general manager, so we're gonna have to keep it that way. Yeah. Or like, you're being different again. This goes back to your being difficult. Yeah, maybe you can manifest a different work experience. Yeah, this isn't positive. There's like he he comes up and says, "How do you think the co-op's going?" Yeah, and you're like, "Well, you know, there's some some, some stuff about the yeah. attendance policy," and he's Doing like, "Some clopenings." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "That's, I mean, you got a negative attitude, <laughs> though." You know, a, a little cardamom. If you just light that before bed, it can alleviate some of this. There's a, there's lots of. Let me send you my spell. Some of my favorite spells really <laughs> <laughs> get better for you our employees for for our members and for our customers every employee has the right to expect me to listen to hear okay to understand concerns and ideas and suggestions okay i hold myself to that standard okay and i try oh, to hold wow. all rei leaders to that same standard 
And it doesn't the co-op, work. we learn and grow by listening. We improve by being open to feedback, both positive and negative. This guy talking to me like a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it feels like you're you're in big trouble and you're you're you've had a pretty good around here and I didn't say anything, you know, but now I, I'm gonna put some hurting on you. He sounds you know, I'm like I'm gonna turn the screws. You thought it was a, a, a gravy train that I was running in this house. You know, but this we're we're gonna get in ship shape. We're gonna start doing chores. You know, every Saturday <laughs> we're gonna start doing chores. We're gonna wake you up. That's the co-op way. <laughs> That's the co-op way. We kick <laughs> kick it and we do chores. Yep. <laughs> you're you're gonna be in big trouble, Buster. <laughs> I, I this is oh agree, but it does always mean we should listen and be heard even when we disagree. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that doesn't mean every problem is solved. It doesn't None mean that every arguably. individual concern can be addressed. I don't know. Yeah, of no, I mean, your way means that, yeah, you're right. I mean, one person cannot make a big enough stink about an issue to make any sort of change in the workplace. But if everybody that does the same job were to point out an issue, then we have something going on there. Because one person is a pain in the ass. <laughs> right, and right. A union may be a pain in the ass, but at the at, they have to listen to right. you at that point. One person, always know this. I did not have a union when I worked at the cable company. I was a massive pain in the ass in meetings where I argued oh, yeah. with every little fucking thing. Yep. And the way I was looked at, as was he's negative yeah <laughs> pessimistic pain in the ass troublemaker <laughs> yeah now if there had been a union all of these things that i was saying that most of the people agreed with me on right might have had a shot of being, being fixed yeah 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 <laughs> one one is a pain in the ass a union is the right kind of pain in the ass that gets things done, I think. I mean, even if I, I'm sorry, but I'm not even impressed what, what unions even get these days. You know, it seems like it's a fucking battle and a struggle and that the company is still winning most mm-hmm. fucking things. There's We have no strike unions and all kinds of shit. So, yeah, I, I, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. Well, I think they can handle it. That's what I said when we talked about the Starbucks thing, too, was like, man, if I'm fucking running a company, uh, and especially in 2022, I, I think that, like, I, I think how bad could it be to have a union uh, we can directly negotiate with them and not change anything because the union, like if once the union agrees on it, then nothing's going to change yeah. after that. Like you're going to get the benefits from the union once it's agreed on, but it's not like this endless process where they're constantly dealing with the union. Right. That's not true. I just feel like, and I, I said this about the Starbucks thing. I feel like it's easier for these companies just to have the union. Yeah. How much can it really fucking cost right. to have a union? And and Ford, Ford does a good job of it. Yeah. Yeah. I made $5.50 an hour working for a union at Kroger. So it's yeah. not like there are... Like, it just... A union is good because issues can be addressed that will never be addressed yeah without it that's why you have it absolutely problems from time to time but the real question in my mind is when those issues come up when we are faced with challenges 
how do we best meet and overcome them? And for me anyway, I want to do that working together, working directly with you. Our well, you can do that. This is it. This you is, can actually this is do what, that. Yeah, now we do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because here's the thing. Uh, when you're one guy and you have like uh, 10,000 employees you're trying to email with, kind of hard to get that calendar together, you know. Uh, but if, instead of we have just like a block of us that you meet with and then we'll, we'll discuss things. Well, I, I can tell you and I can use the Royal Rumble. As an example of this. Interesting. Every year in the Royal Rumble, or at any battle royal, pretty much. Okay. There is a 500-pound guy in there that's just tall and huge right. and can fuck everybody up. Nobody can get this guy over the rope and you're over the top rope. And you're just sitting there watching, like, this guy's gonna fucking win. Yes, sure. You know? He gets to do, he's in here imposing his will. He can fucking do anything he wants in here. He's just slapping people around. They gather around him and they start beating him up and he goes like this and they all, he like puts his arm out and they all fall away. Mm -hmm. And it seems like a hopeless situation for the people that are involved in this thing. Uh But then they all get together and they push him to the ropes Uh and they fling him over the ropes and boom, he's gone. One guy per limb. Yeah, yeah. And he's gone. He gets out and then it becomes another thing. And it's like, that is the perfect way to describe like... Yeah, all the little fish can take down the big fish. Yeah, because if I fucking come to... If if I come to the CEO of this company and I say, I don't like the way this is working. He swats me off into the corner. (laughs) Motherfucking big show. (laughs) Yeah. Big yeah. show throws you right out. Yeah, yeah. And if somebody else, it, me and Brett goes up to this guy. Yeah. And we start fighting him. Boom. Still in the corner. Four or five people still in the corner. You need a bunch of people working together mm-hmm. to make this guy address the issues that you want. He is not addressing. I no, he thinks he's doing great. Yeah. He's driving around in his Porsche with the top down. But I guarantee he's not addressing any of the issues no. that are brought to him in he those just emails. knows to he just knows what to say he just listens to yeah the npr podcast it's he like just, when, <laughs> i'm sorry it's like when you send a letter to your congressperson and uh they mail you back the form letter that's like it's very the things you said are very interesting yeah it's like gwen was sending letters to all of our representatives about critical race theory okay like that she's into it she wants to do critical race theory yeah, rock and, on crt yeah and she kept getting the form letters back that are like you made a lot of interesting points but you know i'm glad you we can take this journey together in ohio whatever the yeah thing it's really neat that you wrote in yeah but they're still not solving the problem no they're <laughs> not going to address it before i always get it right we will make mistakes we all do every workplace including here at rei can always strive to be better what here you know at rei in the last two years we've navigated the pandemic we have all faced challenges in how we work how we connect taking Mm -hmm. care of ourselves our families each other we have been put in situations and under stress levels that few of us had experienced before. No shit, will ever experience. Well, Well, you don't even come off with. I mean, yeah, that's also bogus. Like he did. If you got the yeah, if you have the guts to to try to be like, oh, I'm an activist. Like I'm in the streets, like activists. I'm. You know me, right? Yeah. Um, 
you can't do that because you had it easy. No, you, you had easy street. If you're like time, that, you're, you you should feel bad. If you're going to be a woke CEO, you should be apologizing for your existence a yeah, little bit. Yeah, and if you if you know, we all know that in 2020 when the big Black Lives Matter stuff was happening, uh, you know, some Congress people and shit like that would show up and they would yell and they would get credit for showing up at the thing, but they weren't getting smacked around by the police and right. pepper sprayed and flashbangs and shit like that. Like, he was not at risk Yeah, and the same way his employees were at risk in the early days of COVID pre-vaccine. He paid somebody to get tested to come over and set up like a VR fucking chamber at his mansion to do his calls and his meetings. And he never had to think twice about yeah. shit. Yeah. He has enough money. You have enough money to do what you want. Yeah, I could have been. CEO, motherfuckers. I could have been ha- having a time of my life in lockdown <laughs> yeah, if I exactly. had three million dollars. <laughs> I mean, I guess you should. I, I guess he is right. He was saying a struggle for. I don't know. For not for else. him. But though. not for him. No. Yeah, he's he's, he's trying to enjoy, He's trying. To, yeah, he's like <laughs> showing up to the bar at the patio and everybody's smoking, and he's like, "Ah, oh, god damn, man, I'm really getting raked over the coals." <laughs> What's going on? They're like, I mean, everybody at work hates me. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I've been there before. And he's like, I mean, I just because, like, I'm the CEO, but I come with them with equal love, you know, and I want to talk to them individually. I just don't want to pay them. I care about the co-op the same way they do. I do. I'm just, like, thinking about the co-op mostly. Yeah. Keeping it running. (laughs) Yeah. We had a good thing going. And for the most part, I am extremely proud of how we as a co-op work through and oh, together well, good for you, buddy. one another during this That's, challenging time period. That comes off as him saying and he's I proud of himself. Yeah, <laughs> it is. I mean... <laughs> That's what I mean when it feels like dad sitting in a velvet chair in front of the fire. When he's just like, I love our communication. I love that we can just talk about stuff and I can explain how wrong you are. And you, you receive that information. You don't hear a lot of people... Maybe you do. I don't hear a lot of people like being like super proud of themselves. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever feel that like, man, I really handled that. You shouldn't validate people that are proud of themselves. <laughs> yeah. It's not a good idea. Yeah. They get, I, they get run away with shit. That's probably why we're not CEOs because right. this guy's all proud of himself. And you know, whatever was going on at the beginning of the pandemic. Maybe I thought REI was doing a really good job at the beginning of the pandemic because I liked REI. Like, I was like, yeah, REI is great. You know, you got to get outdoors, <laughs> you know, and especially during this COVID-19 pandemic where it's safer to be outdoors. We got to get out there. We got to get out in sure. the goddamn woods. Mm-hmm. And uh, then when this came out, I was like, I don't feel so good about REI anymore. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I, I don't think they're any different from any other company to me. No. I mean, most places, this is the response. There's nothing to expect otherwise from any company that you fuck with. There, you, you should not feel good about any purchase that you make outside of REI. <laughs> That's a good point. But I'm saying that, like, I'm saying that, like, you do get this thing in your mind. I get this thing in my mind where, like, they haven't done anything yet to make me hate them. Mm-hmm. And now they've just joined in with fucking Target I mean, and Walmart and everything else. I like their warranty more than anything. I do so too. That's the best. That's <laughs> the most great. appealing thing. To I like me. the dividend too. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of money back. Wow, I give me like sixty-five bucks sometimes. Break you something off. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, hey, thanks for thanks for fucking with us. Yeah. And you go in there. I got forty five dollars nice. last year. That's how I got my hydro flask. Congratulations. Free. And then when I got it, Katie was like, I can't believe you got a hydro flask. And I said, like, oh, it was essentially free. Yeah. <laughs> there have been real challenges over the last two years. Most of all, because I know the connections and the relationships we have with one another that have made the co-op so special haven't been happening in the same way in normal conditions. You know, we strive to have a workplace that is fun, that's engaging. We do outside trainings and events, and we have awards and recognition and community stewardship. Pro- I love that part. Does it keep going? <laughs> yeah. Keep rocking with it for Projects. a second. COVID has not allowed us to do all of those things. Yeah, oh. pause it, pause it. Yeah, I love that part. <laughs> He's so up his own ass. That's so egotistical. Yeah. I'm just, guys, I'm sitting here and I'm like, what the fuck? We, we, we make you do community service. We, 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 you know, we make you watch, uh, films about racism. You know, there's nights at work where we force you to watch films about racism. And, and what's the problem? Why are we having this issue, Soho? What's up? Like, what, I, you know, we're willing to pay for you to go to, to school, you know, if it's environmentalism. <laughs> He's so mad at Soho right now. Yeah. He's just furious. You can't talk about him. Yeah. It, it's, I mean, it is like, it's, I, I don't know. We offer free workout classes through REI or yeah. something. It's, yeah. It's nothing. It's, I can go to the fucking gym or I can work out at my house. You yeah. Know? I remember, I remember, uh, Wegmans in the DC area. Uh, one of their things was they had free yoga for employees. And I think that I was probably just a little, at the time I was like, oh, that's not bad. I would do that. Um, but like a union could get me the amount of money that I could decide where I do my fucking yoga at instead of actually doing it like in the aisles before that we turn the lights on. Yes, absolutely. That is true. What's happened the past two years. It's been too long and we need to get back to putting fun back into our work. Oh, we need fun. It's, you know, we got, remember we used to get the Nerf guns out on Friday and just run around the store and shoot each other. And that was so much better than, than money. It was just, you can't pay for that kind of experience. <laughs> this reminds me of that company that we talked about a long time ago where they made you like go down a slide and do all this like goofy stuff yeah. in your job interview. And yeah. it's just like, let's just, can I just do the job interview, please? <laughs> right. I don't yeah. need this shit. I don't want to play ping pong right now. Yeah. I don't. I'm totally fine with just having a regular ass job without yep. any fun. And like, I'll make my the only fun you can have at work is with your fellow employees when the manager's not around and you're like goofing off. That's yeah. the fun, right? The rest of it is not fun at all. Any of the yeah. stuff they make you do is not fun. It's not helpful when on Friday after work you you ask everyone to go to a mountain biking retreat. Like they want to go to the VIP lounge to to let some steam off. Yeah. Yeah. I like in the chat fellow workers said mandatory fun. That's what's missing. Yeah. This is what we need. God dang it. This damn COVID it just it's tearing us apart. Families <laughs> are just breaking apart. It's a fucking horrible thing to see and I God damn it. We just we stopped doing uh top golf night, you know? And just <laughs> everything went to shambles. It's true. It is in shambles. All right. Personal experience, the best part of my job has been the time I've spent on the road, the $3 million, stores, dollars. connecting to and listening to our employees, 
being in our DCs, out in the communities that we serve, dragging a camping trailer across the country to see as many stores as possible, as safely as possible. Ah, that's a bad flag. He's too, he's leaking. I don't like He's leaking too much superiority. I know. You're right. He is like... Yeah, the, he, he's, he's sidling up and saying, like, damn, man, this fucking corona, like, got me so fucked up, man. Like, oh, you know, can you believe it? Like, he's so mad. But he also has access to anything from the REI catalog <laughs> for free. He can do anything. He gets everything. He can live the life a pro bono. Yeah, the good, fun, like, outdoors yeah. person life that everybody right. wanted to be doing. Right. And, uh, <laughs> we can, like, sleep in a different national park every single month. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody could afford it or get the time off work. Yeah, he's doing it. Everybody was furloughed at yeah. that time. Let me tell you what's up. Yeah. If I was in a union, I never would have had this opportunity. <laughs> if you get... guys had a union, I would have never <laughs> <Yes>. had it. <laughs> right. You. <laughs> Our connections aren't. I also fucking. I'm mad about this when I think about it too. This is like when I buy something that's way too ex. My Legos. Okay. It's like the four hundred dollars I've spent on Legos now. Three thirty eight. Okay. Yeah, three thirty eight. Um, it's like that money that I've spent on Legos now. Uh-huh. I keep looking at my wife and saying like, "Yeah, I know it's expensive, but you know they're keeping me from getting depressed." <laughs> Yeah, makes sense. It's actually a good thing. It's like medication, basically. That's the traveling that he's fucking talking about. This motherfucker got to travel around the country with a fucking camper. Everybody wants to do that. That is everybody's fucking dream. Yeah. And he's saying, like, while I was living everybody's fucking dream, uh, I would bum me out. You know, really. I went to each store and drank a little of their sadness stew. <laughs> and went back to my perfect campground with all the most cutting-edge amenities. Yeah, yeah. want them to be nor as strong as we all need them to be. So, right on, Eric. Um, right on, Eric. Thank you for your candor and your reflections and observations. I oh. appreciate it. Well, Mom, so, you're... I do you're know just, um, you're a cop. Wilma's the worst. I'm so mad at Wilma. Stop co you co-sign this shit. Yeah. She just let him talk for fucking nine minutes uninterrupted. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's mind blowing. I didn't even think what it would be like to be the CEO. It's like, wow, that's crazy. It's <laughs> like mind boggling. It's weird because you gotta like you gotta wonder if like this is the kind of thing you that the diversity officer of got swallow the pill rei wants to be doing it's i mean the only way to get a job is just to be willing to do it yeah i mean it's not a matter of beliefs or i i don't want to judge wilma as a person but she knows what eric wants to hear and she's probably has a fucking great rei lifestyle as well (laughs) (laughs) which i would love i'm very jealous of i want it too man (laughs) we've been out talking to employees is that not everyone feels seen or heard how would you respond to that, Eric? Oh. Well, I've heard that too, Wilma. And let me tell you, that's hard for, for me to hear. Oh, but geez. I know that it is absolutely true. It stings. The fact that we're in this spot in Soho, in this moment. Means in this spot. The fact that the Soho is a fucking disaster. <laughs> to seek different representation for their interests and to speak for them. Then I failed in some fundamental way. One of my kids. One of my kids is doing therapy. Can you believe it? <laughs> that they is have it. a problem. <laughs> they have a problem with they were raised. They got everything. 
They got everything. We gave them discounts. We gave them dividends. We gave them opportunities. We gave them camping weekends. We went and did all this stuff. And, you know, now they got some complaints. Now they're paying out the nose to let somebody else have a conversation. We can't talk one-to-one anymore. To let They're they're going and paying somebody to talk about how bad I am as a parent. They're saying they're I'm gaslighting them? Yeah. <laughs> That is true. He sounds so disappointed. This is where he got super disappointed in the employees. But he can't say I'm super disappointed in you. So he codes that by saying I'm disappointed in myself that yeah. I dropped the ball. Oh, yeah, I fucked up. He's calling a union. He's treating a union drive like it's a fucking disaster. Like a teenage pregnancy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like, uh, this wouldn't be happening if I had been doing my job right. Yeah. Of the co-op way and something that we obviously must address i know that i see that i take responsibility you are heard. for that you are seen. and i own yes. that his but cadence is so dialed in dog coming week he's, he's a shark. really good dude he's, he's good the employees of cell phones there's so many psycho there's just so many psychotic people that buy into this lifestyle that do spout like they share black lives matter instagram photos and send their kids to schools that are all white people. Yep. <laughs> there are so many people that have to get by on this type of thing. That like, yeah, the NPR lifestyle, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But in the sound and just say the right thing. It's like, hey, I believe all the most modern, all the most progressive stuff. Um, but in the end, it's like the old days where we can't do unions I mean, you know it's like it's sorry to say it but like it sounds cool seems cutting edge it's like getting your nose pierced you know like woo <laughs> you know it's a thing we can do but at the end of the day like we have to do the old old way where uh I make more money than all y'all, and we don't listen to what you have to say. Yeah. Where I'm your dad, and I uh, just ignore you all. I do neglect individually. <laughs> yes. I wish we were in a different place. And again, I hold myself oh. accountable for that failing. Oh. But I believe in many of the things we do here at REI. Yeah. If we don't acknowledge where, where we are in an honest way, there is no way to get to where we, we want to be and need to be. And where That's we want to be is without a union. And I do also just want to point out something you mentioned <laughs> earlier, which is that we are now in a formal legal process uh -oh. in Soho. Um, yeah, and this is my shit here. So unfortunate. Well, as you said, I think you know, this is where we're going to. Want a union I have to play them. this. And, and then I will put the timestamp here and we'll try to hit it, hit the rest of this next week because it is, uh, any specific we still have 10 minutes, 15 minutes at this left. Time is constrained for legal reasons and, and this is limited, pretty limited to Soho, but I think it's just important to note that there are legal restrictions from us being able to take <laughs> certain actions to course correct. But in light of that, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean that's good. I mean I think that's um, coming over the next. That's kind of it's pretty cunning in a way to just say uh, you can insert the rules of engagement into the conversation in a certain way, you know, um, where it's just like yes, I believe and support unions and stand for them. Yeah, you can say that out loud, and then you can also say shit like that where it's like. Um, 
I also care deeply more than the union does, but now legally I can't do anything more than the union. Like I care more than the union. I want to, I want to do something. I want to make this right. I'm doing this podcast because I want to make this right. Yeah. And I can't. Then now the lawyers, now you brought the lawyers in. Look at this. Now we're tied up. It's like we're not even family anymore. There's restraining orders and Soho. I just, you're my, you're my prodigal child. I, I lost you and I want you back. I want to kiss you all over, but these godforsaken lawyers won't let us. Yeah. Yeah. Reunite. Yeah. They fucking love saying that this they're is heartbroken. The- they're sicker than hell about it. He's sicker than hell about it. He's up like a dog at night, just howling. This is the union. This is the union busting way. Yeah. Is to say, like, I fucking, you know, we ain't going to be able to talk anymore. You know? <sighs> I wanted to be. I wanted to be your dad forever. Yeah, I'm sorry. We can't talk anymore because these people you brought in, your therapist. You brought yeah. your therapist to Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now you fucking ruined the whole yeah. thing. <laughs> it was good what we had before. You said you now, but now we can't have that. No. It's done. No. It's over between us. You're hurting me so bad. Well, to your point. Um, you know, Wilma, to enter this this question here, I, I think you're absolutely right. And that's really the core of of why I'm concerned about a union presence in Soho, or oh. frankly, any of our stores. Yeah, we figured the that. The reality is, if you, as you've just shared, that under the law, if the union is voted in, then much like the situation you described in Soho, our ability to listen and communicate directly with our employees on anything <laughs> that impacts their job, whether it's in... I'm sorry. I... It- Say yeah. by law, if a union comes in, our ability to listen to people is gone. Like, like well, you fucking, if a union comes in, when you talk, I have to stick my fingers in my ears and go la 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 la. Yeah, you don't want that, do you? CEO of REI in front of a microphone. Oh, Wilma, oh my gosh, you're so right. Oh my, you just, I didn't even think about that. We can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Such is so sad. It's true. <laughs> it's just so disgusting. Individual or a group concern, and then to work together to respond quickly to address those concern changes, we would be required to only deal with the union on matters that impact our employees. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. You're, that's what the employees want at this point. That's what they're going to. And the union is the employees. Right. That's the people that you're trying to address. Yeah. It's the same exact people that you're talking to right now. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like uh, talking to a playground full of people. Yeah. And convince to talk to and address them. You can't address them all individually. One person's going to have to do the thing. Yeah. One person's going to have to to uh, to do the negotiate. Again, this is the playbook, though. Every time when it comes yeah. to unions, when it comes to union busting, it is, we won't be able to talk to you. Golly gee. But we do it. At, these guys are doing it in a more progressive way. Yeah. No, they're killing it. <laughs> from a leftist perspective. They're doing <laughs> union busting from a leftist perspective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> legal process we have to follow to do so. I think it's already difficult because the legal process we are bound to follow in Soho until the vote occurs. We are prohibited from talking about or taking action on specific concerns the Soho team is sitting with until the vote. That's great. If the union vote prevails, we will then by law begin a negotiating process with the union a representative for those employees and follow the laws that govern those discussions however long that takes. 
If the union vote does not prevail, we will then be able to re-engage directly with each employee and the SOHO team and then be begin the process to fully understand what led us here. Again, I want to be very respectful. A union may be what our employees ultimately decide they want, and that is their legal right. And as I, I said earlier, Wilma, you know, I don't, we don't always get it right, but I do believe we try. And I want us all to be Oh, okay. that's good. Well, that's how, that's so wonderful. <laughs> it's so wonderful. It's like, hey, I get it. Y'all are mad, but some of you know it's not the right thing to do. I know <laughs> some of you out there listening in Soho, you got a little carried away and you're thinking about doing stuff that's going to break the family up. And you know what? It's, as long as this union gets shut down, we can go back to being a family. We can go back to being a family and just stop all this nonsense, all the malarkey, and and just get back to the way it was. Yeah. Psychic Gasoline said this, and I thought this too. He hates Soho. Like, he woke up the day that he found out, and he cursed. He yeah, said he's <laughs> brushing his teeth, thinking about it, doing his moisturizers. <laughs> Getting a little uh, afternoon snack, thinking about it. His face fucking heated up, and he kicked his fucking bed and stubbed his toe. It's like, no. And you know what? I do respect. I do respect unions. (laughs) I'm a progressive millionaire that respects the workers' rights. They've fought and died for a lot of important things. I've shared that meme before. It's just not right for us. It just (laughs) doesn't feel right in my stomach when I look at it, thinking about... If I have to do it, no, not he keeps, me. He keeps leaving the room and then popping back into his wife and being like, my dad was in a union. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you think I hate fucking unions? What? Yeah, like, why he's like, fuck standing up and getting a soccer or a shoe on. Yeah. Yeah. And then he fucking leaves and then he texts her when he gets out the door. Yeah. It's like, I fucking always supported unions ev- forever. Hey, funny, funny thing on my Facebook memories. I shared this photo like 10 years ago of me on the picket line with my dad's union. <laughs> when we were back when I was in college. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't into it. The REI that we stored and being part of our future. And while there may be times it doesn't feel like it, we absolutely do listen when we speak up. We take our employee and your concerns very seriously. Okay. Okay. And I was just thinking, you know, well, my time and again, employees have seen us take real action based upon their ideas and their Not suggestions. Not so <laughs> In the earliest days of the pandemic, we closed our stores weeks oh. earlier than any other businesses. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Weeks earlier than union shops. And we kept them. <laughs> this is such a psychotic thing to do also. <laughs> it means like in from March to May 2020, Every day he took a shower and he was like, these fucking people, I'm just doing so much for them. Yeah. I'm doing so much better than they ever could expect. All these other places suck. I'm so good at this. Yeah. Like, I'm the best. And he's just getting off on it. I'm fucking navigating this thing. He's like, he's using Cuomo? his evidence. It was just, <laughs> it's one of those people that just hold evidence against you. Yeah. He's like Andrew Cuomo. He, he was saying, like, I'm handling this thing fucking great, man. And meanwhile, people are like dying in nursing homes and shit. We had the right protocols and procedures in place to operate safely. That was for our employees to keep you safe. We turned off the taps and stepped into unknown territory. And in the moment, we had no idea if the co-op would even survive. 
Yeah, uh, we paid everyone for the first 30 days. Oh. And when we reopened, we brought back more than 95% of our retail teams from furlough. They furloughed I mean, the motherfucker. They furloughed them. <laughs> He's like, we handled it great. Uh, we paid for 30 days, and then we furloughed everybody, and then we brought them back. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, uh, if we're talking to the, to the, the wokest of us all, um, you did fine. The government like paid checks on all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a blank check for whatever it took to keep things running. So not that, not that hard of a decision. Like if I was in charge of the company, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe he said, I cannot believe when he said we closed earlier in a lot of union shops. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did say that. He's fucking talking about grocery stores, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Places that could not close. Period. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that detail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. During the, the union period, we paid a hundred percent of every employee's benefits. I even reflect on those days now when we came back up, and it wasn't easy for any of us. And some of the protocols and safety procedures were not working for you. We heard you, we adjusted, we listened to your feedback, and we moved quickly. Well, thank you. I mean, we and were the ones in the store. Even to this year, the national and local protocols have been crazy for us all. But oh, we yeah, constantly work together to improve, sometimes moving too slow, sometimes moving too fast, but always with your safety at the center and always working to make it better, better based upon listening, upon learning, and adjusting as quickly as possible together. And I think as many of you know, or I hope our employees know, in 2020, we lost $50 million as a co-op. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, my gosh, Eric. That's a lot of money. <laughs> uh, oh, my oh, goodness. SpaghettiOs. <laughs> you know, Was it bad for you? They had to make that money back in 2021 just because of the amount of people that were going outdoors. I mean, you in 2020, people were going. I know. Doors. That's what I'm saying. So when they we opened back up, it went in 2020. Nuts. Yeah. And yeah. Definitely With mad REI recreational stuff. equipment. Yeah. Yeah. We shared that with our members. <laughs> we have to remember. No, Grimgar in the chat is right. Uh, I bet he means they were just 50 million short of projections. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like we were going to make 200 million, but we did 150. Yeah. Yeah. Fellow worker says outdoor recreation businesses famously did extremely well during yeah. the pandemic. No, yeah. it was not an issue. Yeah. And then uh, again, I put, I put, put Nick so far. I got that wrong. Oh no, they made two. They made then they made two hundred million this year. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's the number, but you know, they made a shit ton of fuck. They made all this money back that yeah. they they that they say that they lost. None of it. They didn't lose shit. They didn't lose a dime. The government probably paid them the fifty million. Yeah, fucker. All right, last little piece here. I think for for uh, this this. Show. Who persistently lose money will not be able to invest in employees, have the capital to invest in winning strategies, and frankly won't be around for long. Okay. We were willing to risk it all when we did not have the data and the facts to know that we could keep our employees safe. And we've continued to invest significantly in keeping our employees safe. I even think about out outside Wilma. Each and every year, we, we choose to close our doors on the busiest shopping day of the year. Why? Cool. Because our employees, the folks in our stores in D.C.s, told us that working on Black Friday was an awful experience. They had never seen the light of day if they worked in retail for a long period of time. We had the opportunity. Okay. 
I'm going to say this. Uh, this is how we started talking about REI. Yeah. I remember mentioning that seven or eight years ago at this point. Yes. I, I do want to say when they close on Black Friday, I, I'm not trying to be a guy that expects the world, expects the job to buy me a gourmet lunch every day. You are, actually. You, I am. You actually that advocate guy. for that regularly. Nothing too good for the workers, okay? Um, REI closing on Black Friday and Thanksgiving is a little bit pointless to me if they're not closed on Saturday and Sunday, too. <laughs> That's the point of the... the it's a four-day weekend. It's not a two-day weekend. They should be closed wow, Saturday are, and Sunday. <laughs> you are too picky. No, I'm just saying what it is. That's the truth. It's a four-day weekend. There's never been a four-day weekend. What, what other? What during the calendar? When does a four-day weekend ever exist? In? I'm yes. saying that Thanksgiving every year for <laughs> a lot of people is a four-day weekend. That's what it is known Four-day bender? But it's known as a four-day weekend to people who work like, you know, middle-class jobs and shit like that. People who work in offices and stuff. It's okay. known as a four-day weekend. It's not known as a two-day weekend. They should give them Saturday and Sunday off. Wow, you really push the limit. You really challenge REI. Eric, I hope you hear this. Yeah, Eric. I hope you, sh I hope you do some Google searches or you have an alert system and you hear this shit. Yeah. Because you should do four days if you give a fuck. <laughs> if you really cared. You Let everybody give chill for four days. <laughs> Listen, if he really cared, he would give them four days. And that's the way I feel. Um, Some fellow worker brought it up. But, yeah, that is a good time to uh, have four days to resell PS5s all weekend long. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, all right. Well, if this is still something we want to talk about next Wednesday, we will definitely play the rest. We, we got to 16 minutes in it. Uh, there's still... 11 minutes left so it's very long yeah i did not think we were going to get all the way through it um but what a piece of audio what what an incredible piece of audio that is yeah um maybe we just play the i don't know play the rest at the end of the show uh i don't know if people want to hear the rest of it without us talking you okay. know what i mean sure I, well, i'll send jake the link and he can put it in the show notes good idea for the whole thing we we got 16 exactly 16 minutes into it so all they gotta do is fast forward to 16 minutes in you know right i just i didn't never believe we were gonna get 25 minutes into it i just wanted to get started so we could get as much of it as we could uh what a crazy fucking thing this is really just yeah i mean it's uh it's 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 more indicative of how you can't reform the system. Like we have to create unrest for a very long period of time that disrupts all of this because this is all you get from from companies that get it, you know. Yeah, there isn't they, they a company that don't want to talk to it. the employees about what their life is. Their life, their lived experience. Like this is that's the therapy word that they're ignoring is lived experience. Did anyone anyone talk to them about that, you know, like what the lived experience of an REI person is, you know? Because like this type of shit doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense, and it, it doesn't. I don't know. They're always just going to see themselves as exemplary and other people deserving struggle. Yeah, I I agree with you. I I do every day. 
it pushes me more and more and more to just be like, there aren't, there aren't like good companies. I mean, you know, when, when me and you talk about like the small business tyrant, you can't just do small businesses. You know what I mean? There aren't any companies that are doing the right things. There are companies that signal that they're doing the right things, but they don't really believe the right things or do the right things. And it's a real fucking bummer. And, and like, I didn't think REI was like the perfect place, but they do have that word co-op in their thing. And it just, it hits a spot in my brain. Yeah. That makes me not ever consider the fact that they've never asked me to come in there to work which is yeah. what you would have at a co-op that's what co-ops are <laughs> yeah i mean i guess i would say uh i mean there, there's this just as there's a situation where you got to get by and people run businesses and do their thing but then there's also being in charge of millions and millions of dollars and uh it it's if if a local small business tyrant is fighting to make uh, ninety thousand dollars a year, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's not the same as someone that's for me that's uh, making, you know, a million dollars off of anything. Like I don't care if you have to go from a three million dollars lifestyle to a one million dollar lifestyle. Like I'm not gonna weep for you. I don't give a fuck. I think like my expectations are pretty low for amenities on life and. Uh, I think for everybody they are, but these rich fuckos are the ones that demand they get all the special ass crazy shit and we get robbed because of it. And yeah. And they're so, it sucks the way that it, it sucks because like there are people who are like, well, I only buy my outdoor supplies at REI. Sure, sure. It's a little more expensive, but it's a more ethical, good company. And it's like, what are the other things that REI does when when we talk about like stewardship of the environment when they talk about how they do that and when they talk about how they do all these things like are, are they also like doing stuff that's bad for the like what are the labor practices on the 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 rei brand clothes that they make and shit like that it's yeah. just like that kind of thing is like it can send you down a wormhole and it also again it's like i it's it's uh uh it's the same thing with starbucks it's like i don't we gotta i don't know how we do it but we got to get in these fucking people's brains, these these like kind of liberal people's brains and explain to them that there isn't a progressive business. You know what I mean? There isn't a progressive big box store, I right, guess, is right. the thing, you know? So that is our show for this week. We will see you next Wednesday. I will actually, you will hear me on Saturday or Friday with I'm Sorry with Stefan Heck. For some reason, the show called I'm Sorry has had two Canadians on it. So it's really should be called I'm Sorry. Um, Good point. <laughs> we listened to Joe Rogan's apology. Uh, for saying the N-word, we listened to, uh, oh, we read Mario Batali's apology for when he got me too. I don't know if you've ever seen that, Brett, but I missed it. it's got quite a spoiler. I I'm going to send it to you right now on the air, and then you don't say anything. Uh, I want to send it to you on the air because you're going to fucking love it. Well, you might not love it, but it's going to make you, uh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to watch it. 
it, right it's now. not a wa- it's a it's it's just a thing like it's just a uh it's a jpeg and i'm trying to find he it he apologized with a jpeg like an nft like on his page on his on his like blog um damn it I'm never going to find this now, uh, but I don't want to say it on the air. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I'm sending it to you right now. Am I allowed to look at it? Yeah. But I can't say it. There it is. Yeah. Don't say it out loud. Just the reaction will be good. All right. Let's see it. <laughs> it's the PS that gets you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> You still gotta go to work. <laughs> Get me too. You still gotta go to work. Yeah, yeah. Well, that is the show. We'll see you next week. All right, peace. We'll see you uh, on Sunday. We'll take calls. I was 15 running for 12. Hit the sicko, catch a seal. 16 ounces on the scale. 17 in the county jail. Got one new pole in the cell. Got my bun, I caught my gal. Fuck the prosecuting for my P.O. Bitch, I just made bail. God, I'ma hurt my mama prayer. Cause I still ain't with the hell. But I still was broke in here. The street shit take you straight through hell. Try nobody, don't kill yourself. The cash put me up on the scale. Bitch ain't shit, so I'ma play a good bitch where I'm from. West Coast clubs, they hit my phone, I'm at the spot, we ain't on the mail Niggas wanna pay the load, that why your shit ain't got no skills Smoke like I got nervous issues, back to back like Drake and Mills See you on your page, flexing how you owe me paper still How I'm supposed to take this here, I let it slide, you think it's sweet They think you can take a file when they know you on your phone I got lies told to me when I thought it was the truth Niggas cross you out for a bitch and the newest cool When they got that pistol in they face, they screaming they ain't showing sympathy, that karma don't call up the hood Boy, you think we hating on you, my dogs don't never speak on you I got foolproof, nigga, your old lady cheat on you All you got is one life, can I buy one time? All I got is haters throwing shade, trying to block the shine Some of your friends show you flowers, love make you ignore the sign I don't know how you sleep at night, don't fuck up, nigga, you full of pride All I got is one life, I'm gon' have to die for mine Murder don't make you no gangster if you kill your Okay. I give niggas no trip, no they don't wanna fade no time yeah. Snitches do the crime, turn around and go tell Twitter the whole night hey. Stats on stats, I blew my bag, and I got the check right back yeah. My shoebox ain't got shoes, and I'm on my dope boy trying to save my set yeah. It's hype jack, motor blue, on my RT charge too yeah. These niggas say I ran off on the plug, but they can't tell you who yeah. I was selling grounds in school, we were gambling, shooting pool yeah. If I rap it, it's the truth, if these dudes for we won't yeah. All your favorite trap stars know me, we done bust yeah. Yeah. Keep your fake clean and good and have somebody say you cool yeah. These young niggas don't give a fuck Till whole one day they grow yeah. up Grow up and get this street life up Ain't nothing in these streets, look yeah. bro I too rich but still ain't get rich off all more hair and shit yeah. Niggas lost they life and then I'm still here, it's a blessing, yeah. bitch All you got is one life, can I buy one time? Yeah. All I got is haters throwing shade, trying to block the shine yeah. Some of your friends show you flower, love make you ignore the sign yeah. I don't know how you sleep at night, oh fuck, though nigga you Full of pride, yeah. all I got is one life. I'm gon' have to die for mine. Yeah. Murder don't make you no gangster if you kill your own cat. I give niggas no trick, yeah. they don't wanna fade no time. Yeah. Snitches do the crime, turn around and go to the